You're listening to Veeam Partner Perspectives with Eric Doherty. Welcome to the Veeam Partner Perspectives podcast. I'm Eric Doherty. My guest today is Drew Schlussel, the Senior Director of Product Marketing for one of the fastest growing public cloud storage providers, Wasabi. Welcome to the show, Drew. Can you tell us a little bit about your uh, your background, where you've come from, what you've done in your career, and what your current role at Wasabi is? Yeah, absolutely. Eric, thanks for having me. Um, so I guess the short and sweet of it is I've been in storage my entire career, believe it or not. Um, this goes back to days at uh, Sun Microsystems, Quantum, uh, Infinidat, you know, uh, of course, EMC. I think everybody who's worked in storage has worked in EMC yeah. one part of the time. Um, and, you know, I've been around the horn, um, engineering manager, product marketing manager, product management, um, you name it, I think I've done it. Um, and don't tell the police. So, uh, <laughs> um, and now, you know, working at Wasabi, loving working in cloud storage and uh, just having a blast, having a blast. I, I, I would say that's for sure. Cause the time where, when we met and the time that we had then that was a blast. <laughs> so Drew and I met for the first time at uh, Veeam on this past year and had uh, rather a rousting good time, I'd say, you know, some nice yeah. dinners, some nice uh, hanging out at the at the hotel bars afterwards, the casino bars. It was a good time. So um, very excited to have made your acquaintance then, because I think that it's led to a lot of great things since then. And just knowing you, you're you're quite a character. So I'm happy to even just know you, regardless of knowing you through Wasabi and, and, you, and your work. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, it. I mean, we were. First of all, Vmon was spectacular. Well done, and I think it was really kind of the first, um, you know, back to real life show. Yeah, and you could tell everybody was stoked to be out of the house. Yes. Right. Um, great venue. No restrictions. You could really. I guess they. I guess they were checking to see if people had tests if they're coming internationally, but it was wide open for everybody else. As far as I know, it was oh, yeah. kind of like the first time it felt normal in a long time. Yeah. And the, the, the bar downstairs at the area was just, you know, I, I, I swear there was people still there when I got up the next morning to head to my first session and, you know, more power to them. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. And that, you know, there were people that, I know operated on two, three hours sleep. I was a good boy. I felt, I felt like the good boy. Cause I'd go to bed by like one 32 o'clock. And I was like one of the first ones bailing out half the night. So I'm like, man, y'all are troopers. I'm just not that guy anymore, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And, and I hope that this year, I hope I get to go. And I hope that it's, you know, if it's even a fraction, as much fun as it was last year, we'll have a good time. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, but we're actually in quick plug for those who don't, you know, depending on the time you're doing this, we're doing our Vmon update on November the 1st, I do believe, where we're going to kind of just um, give some updates on some of the topics we covered there and a little more on V12, which we'll talk a little bit about today. Yeah. So there's a, there's my shameless plug for other things, but it's hard to do a timed plug on a uh, podcast that's recorded and listened to anywhere, but there you go. Um, so for folks that don't necessarily know Wasabi yet, which I can't imagine there's too many left, but there's probably some, can you share the background of the company and what's led to the great success that you're having now and has been building for a while? Yeah, absolutely. So Wasabi was founded by the same gentleman that founded Carbonite, um, a while back. 
Dave Friend and Jeff Flowers. So they know a little something about cloud storage. And their, their premise was, you know, we can do this better, easier at a significantly lower cost. And of course, you know, things being what they were with COVID, right? There was a surge of demand uh, for cloud services because um, getting somebody to come install another rack, install another array was was not easy, right? It's impossible, yeah. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, the, the business had been running for a couple of years already and it just took off. Um, and, you know, the, the first of all, the, the price gets everybody's attention, right? We're like a fifth the price of AWS S3 mm-hmm. um, standard. And the, you know, the beauty there is, right, no egress fees, no API fees. Um, the, the two things that are hardest to predict <laughs> when you're doing your budgeting. Impossible to predict. Yeah. And in fact, uh, you know, great examples came out of, you know, the, the, the healthcare space, right? There was massive data sets being egressed for uh, various research going on. And the research institutes were getting hammered mm-hmm. with massive bills. And it was then and only then that they discovered the fine print on, you know, all these additional charges for what they thought was this, you know, kind of cold, deep and cheap cloud storage. Um, And so, you know, uh, lessons learned. And now folks are kind of, you know, rebalancing where they put, you know, their short and long term data, given, uh, you know, some insights into what it really costs them. Yeah, it's interesting because I find when people are talking about long-term data and using those archive tiers that they have, it's like, don't ever plan on using it. It's, it's got to be stuff <laughs> that you never want to get to because you're going to wipe out your savings in one one restore or one pullback of that data possibly, plus the time spent to do it. Yeah, I think, you know, and then that's the big difference between the IT operations team and the actual business unit, Right. Uh, the the IT ops team believes that the data is going to go and never going to move, mm-hmm. and they're going to capitalize on the lowest possible price. The business unit is going to do whatever the heck they want, and yeah. when they need that data, they're going to grab it. And in most cases, when those you know cold and deep tiers, if you egress, I don't know about ten percent of that a year, you're spending more than if you were just used a standard tier. Hmm. especially if you just use a standard tier from Wasabi. Yeah. Um, and yeah, those uh, folks are starting to kind of open their eyes to the fact that, you know, a single tier has its advantages to a multi-tier system where A, they don't know where their data is, and B, um, they don't know when they're going to get it back. Um, I think that's another thing that Wasabi capitalized on is uh, when people want their data, they want it now, yeah. not four hours. Um, right. They, yeah, don't. they got they got into the cloud, so they didn't have to worry about the truck <laughs> rolling with the tapes to bring them back to your prem. Right. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, Iron Mountain does a great job, but um, you know, I worked in I worked at Quantum. I worked with tape, and uh, I heard all the various you know nightmare scenarios. Um, yeah. You can't lose cloud storage. It's always there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. I mean the ridiculous number of nines of availability or, or, um, you know, stability of it. Right. You know, it just, it's, it's going to be there. 
Uh, I think the other thing that's been tremendous success for us is our partnership with Veeam. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, again, the, the fact that the storage service that we provide at such a great price, it enables Veeam customers to back up more of their data and to keep it uh, longer. Um, yes. You know, besides backing it properly, whereas before finances might have kept them from doing it. Absolutely. Um, you know, no, they don't have to make sacrifices in terms of what they want to do. Uh, they can have the best backup program that they've always wanted. Um, and then, of course, retention for compliance is beginning to ramp up more and more because more and more legislation is putting, being put in place to require people to keep data longer um, and be able to bring it back faster. Um, so for instance, in the marijuana industry, uh, when you, you, first of all, you have to have surveillance video. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Uh, and you have to store it for a number of years. And when the regulators stop by, they can demand to see, you know, a handful of minutes or hours and you have to fulfill that request on the spot. You can't just say, come back tomorrow and I'll have that back for you to look at. Hmm. So there's, there's certain peculiarities in how they've structured um, that compliance requirement that you know old and cold and deep isn't gonna cut it. So um, we're seeing a lot of uh, pickup in that space as well. Uh, surveillance, not necessarily the marijuana industry, although that certainly is a, a part of the business. Exactly. Well, and that, like you said, I mean, that's surveillance. And it's interesting to hear regulatory bodies sounding like they're getting ahead or at least parallel with the technologies. Usually they're the last ones to catch up. But the fact they're saying, no, I need this immediately and I don't care what the price is to you. That's that's so different than than you typically hear. Usually they're the last ones to catch up. Be like, oh, we need to see it within 24 hours. Um, but that makes such a difference. And you're seeing that more with it, it probably in uh, municipalities with uh, police body footage cams and things like that, where they need to keep that stuff and they need to make sure nothing happens to it. And it's yep. available whenever um, that's becoming more popular sometimes for all the wrong reasons. But at the same rate, um, yeah, the best defense that they can have is here's what actually happened. Here's the actual video of it. And we can provide it immediately and stop an issue from happening. Well, and the good news for Veeam is that stuff also has to be backed up. Yes. Um, you can't just have one copy. Correct. Um, because we're, you know, we're seeing and hearing, first of all, ransomware attacks, right? You know, your data being encrypted away from you. Um, also, you know, people trying to uh, steal credentials and commandeer your, your, uh, your accounts, right? Yep. Keep you from your data. Um, so, you know, the need for backup just continues to grow, of course, as the, the use of data in various forms continues to multiply. Yeah. And you, you brought up an interesting thing with ransomware and one of the, the great features that you also bring that we need to make sure we highlight is the immutability of that data. That's, that, that's the first question, you know, what are we doing for ransomware immutability? You say those two buzzwords. Um, and if you can't answer, yes, we can help you with both of those, you're probably not going to continue the conversation. So that immutability yep. is critical. And the fact that using it with Veeam, you could do an immediate copy of that data to that. So if you can't 
you know, if you're at a place where you can't make the changes to have that immutable storage on prem, at least you can do immediate copies to an immutable storage off prem right away, which is really a good thing, which leads to something we've been talking about with the old zip code uh, that uh, Veeam has the 32110, which for, for the uninitiated is not a cheap knockoff of a nineties uh, teen drama. It's a, um, so it's three copies of your data on two different media types, one of them off site, one of them offline and no errors is the zero. So that means testing your things, which is a topic for another day. But when we talk about that, that zip code, we're changing the way things are going in version 12, because we're talking about being able to go direct to object. And we've already been playing with this in our hands-on labs, another shameless plug for our hands-on labs, check them out. They're great. We have a V12 beta up where you actually do a direct to object storage backup and recovery using Wasabi actually. Um, so that's something that's totally changing the way that different businesses, especially the smaller ones. Um, there's a couple ways that it's changing it. Number one, for those smaller ones. Number two, we're going to be adding in the ability to direct to object on our agents. So think of all those mobile people that we sent out into the wild two years ago, and we have no idea what's on their machines and getting them to connect into the corporate network to get backed up is almost impossible. Um, maybe you build extra infrastructure to try and catch those. Now you have the ability to go direct to object. And even as a person, you know, personal use, I back my stuff up, my home stuff up using my Wasabi account and that beta of that agent so that I can know that I have a copy of everything I need. That's not in my house. I used to do, I used to do two hard drives off of my NAS to send out elsewhere. And that elsewhere was at my mom's house who lived like five miles away from me. She moved the second hard drive has been sitting in my basement ever since she moved five years ago. Not so good. <laughs> so I, I'm not following it until I got object storage going again. Um, so yeah, talk to me a little bit about, about the way that game's going to change and, and really how we're, we're changing that zip code because we're reducing some of the need for some of those different copies. Yeah. So I think as part of that zip code, there's also the expectation of an immutable copy. Right. That kind of goes, I, 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 I lump that in with the one offline. Cause if you can't read it, if you can't damage it, I don't care if you can read it I'm more worried Got about it. you writing it. Fair enough. Fair enough. So this was, and, and this is, I think we started this conversation at Vimon, uh, with just kind of, uh, the idea of, okay, so there's, there's other dynamics happening right now. Uh, supply chain is, and will continue to be for the foreseeable future, um, a block for folks either implementing uh, a backup program or expanding their backup program. So what do they do? Um, part of that is leveraging cloud storage. And then the question becomes, you know, is there an opportunity for some folks to go straight to cloud? And if they do go straight to cloud, how does the zip code change, right? Are they going to, do they need on-prem most folks would argue yes. And, and this is, you know, these are ideas we bounced around. And I think the ideas got better and better as, you know, the, 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 the folks brought us the second, third and fourth rounds of drinks. Um, <laughs> That's how it usually works. But, uh, you know, is it viable and, and is it reasonable and should you do it? And, and do you need to now have multiple cloud service providers 
right? Should you should your redundancy be in be cloud based versus just you know an on on prem with a copy in the cloud? Because the on prem, I think, is the most vulnerable place right now. I agree. Um, you know, the attacks are going after the primary systems and the backup systems. That's how they maximize the ransom request. Mm-hmm. Um, and once they have, you know, your credentials through whatever means that they're, you know, snooping on your network, um, or, you know, in, you know, they've got admin access, what have you, um, the, the immutable object, forget about cloud for a moment, immutable object becomes your last line of defense. And I think it's brilliant, right? That, that V12 is going to have, you know, uh, direct to object because now you can go direct to object on prem. You'll be more secure, and you'll have the performance, as well as it's as easy for smaller organizations to just go straight to cloud and not have to manage on prem anymore. Yeah, and some of the things we, we've we've in, improved our backup and restore engines so that for customers of that size, and, and even if it you know just in general. Um, you have the a better ability to restore that data and to get it out to that cloud directly. So you're not, you know, even going off-prem right away and skipping the on-prem copy. Um, you have the ability to do that, and the performance is pretty good. I mean, yes, we're using smaller data sets in our hands-on lab, um, but you get the general idea. These things are possible, and it's not just to show it for demo's sake. If that's the direction you really want to go as as a as a smaller company, and it really shows off the flexibility that our product has and your product has in the ability to work for the smaller companies all the way up through the extremely large enterprises. Sure. Um, that that's something I think. And I think that that mobile workforce is something that I really want to see people start to think more about because yes, you know, everybody should be putting all their data and maybe you have rules in place so that they're only putting their data in their OneDrive folder as opposed to dropping it on something else so that you're backing it up through our Office 365 product, which we need to talk about how that works with your solution as well. Um, but there's there's different ways you can do that. But if you just wanted to make sure you can get a full backup of that into some cloud location, I mean, that direct to cloud, anything goes direct to object. And that's something, and you just heard me do it. I'm so bad at doing it. So when I say object, I say cloud. Um, but they, they became synonymous for years and they're kind of getting decoupled. But when I say direct to object, direct to Wasabi, that's, that's a huge solution to be able to do. Um, and I think that that's going to be, that seems to be the biggest thing that folks are talking about with our upcoming version as well. And it sounds like you guys are hearing it too. Oh yeah. Now we're, we're, we're looking forward to it because um, it really gives us uh, another opportunity um, to highlight the partnership, right? Yep. Um, and to also just continue to expand on the value of cloud storage, cloud object storage. Yep. Um, you know, not, not everybody wants to run a data center. Um, in fact, I would say most, you know, most startups today are coming in with the attitude of how do I avoid at all costs, right? Having yeah. to have any boxes, you know, in, in any physical presence. Um, yes. I would agree. Most, most startups are going cloud first because it's pay, you know, it's pay as you scale as opposed to trying to predict, especially now If I started a company today and got told that I couldn't get infrastructure for 200 days. Did I really just start my company today? 
Yeah. <laughs> Am I starting my company 200 days from now when I can actually start processing data? Yeah. So I, I totally agree with that. And I, I hit on it a second ago about how you tie in with our office. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Microsoft 365 solution now. So we've, we've constantly been increasing our, our, our cloud public object storage capabilities within that solution. So you, you obviously integrate with that as well. I actually run it in my lab using your solution. Yeah. I mean, so I think that product, right. Uh, Veeam backup for Microsoft 365 is the kind of the precursor for, for what VBR will do in V12 because for, uh, can I, can I call it VBM? Um, and I think we go with VB365 for VB365. probably obvious reasons. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's, it's direct to, it, you can go direct to on-prem, you can go direct to uh, cloud object. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, it makes perfect sense, uh, especially for the fact that you've also got a whole, you know, slew of, uh, you know, service providers running Veeam. And yes. right, they, they want to take advantage of, and in fact, in some cases they resell Wasabi. And it, it's just so simple. I mean, yes, you, you said something earlier about, you know, the, the data sets right now are kind of small, but you know, look, once you get past that initial silvering and I'm, and I'm dating myself by <laughs> referring to it that way, right. <laughs> but once you get past that initial seeding, right. Yeah. As long as your rate of change isn't, you know, like 30, 40, 50%, you're really not pushing a lot of data. That's true. And I think one of the things things that's just phenomenal about your your backup product for Microsoft 365 is the the plethora. I love that word, the plethora of ways that you can recover your data, and you're typically talking about getting back right. You know, uh, a file, a folder. You know, uh, you know, you're, you're not talking about you know petabytes of restore here. Right. If you're restoring a terabyte, that's massive, in my opinion. Something and very bad had to have happened for you to be doing that anyway, right? So something you very have a bad happened. Other issues. <laughs> There's been a lot of cussing and discussing going yeah. on. Yeah, uh, for sure. People are looking for new jobs. Uh, you know, Pepcac, right? Yeah. Problem exists between keyboard and chair. Yeah, that, that's the number. You, you guys put out the survey, right? That's the number one cause. Yep. Of data loss, I break it down to three different three different categories. So we have all these like eight reasons why, nine reasons why, however many reasons why. I break it down to three basic categories: good people doing dumb things, bad people doing evil things, and the law is telling you to do something. That's that's really the three categories that that it comes down to. That you can expand within them, but that to me, that's the three. I like that. Yeah, it's it's easier to remember off the top of your head. People three, can remember three, three things. Three is the magic number. That's exactly right. Three is the um, magic number. So, so we talked about different customer sizes. Do you guys have a sweet spot that you're finding, or is it really you're you're hitting it for everybody right now? Yeah, we are we are covering the board right now. Um, you know, we've got whew, thousands upon thousands of mutual customers. And, you know, they're, they're using anywhere from, you know, 15 to 50 terabytes kind of on average. And then we've also got, you know, some very large enterprise 
customers using hundreds upon hundreds of terabytes. And then, you know, we're also, you know, like I said, we're working in the surveillance space where we've got, you know, petabytes uh, of storage per account and also doing a lot of work in media and entertainment, which is something that, you know, mm. talk, we're talking with you guys about uh, coming along and introducing you to some of our friends because, you know, they're, <laughs> they thank you 4K and 8K. I was going to say, movies aren't on film that's kept in old salt mines anymore, is it? No. Um, no. I mean, this, this was the fun part about working at Quantum is I got an education about um, the growth of data sets and LTO3 to LTO4 to, you know, where we are today. It's, it's, it never, it never goes backwards. So data um, doesn't get smaller. No. It's, it, it's constant growth. It's just like the universe, right? Continuing mm -hmm. to expand. And, I, and I'm sure some scientists will figure out someday that there is a corollary between the expansion of the universe and the expansion of the, uh, the global data set. <laughs> we need more space for the data. That's what it is. I, I, my concern is energy. Like, will we have yeah. enough energy uh, to support, you know, all this data that we want to have at our fingertips? Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's we'll an save interesting that topic to think about. Yeah, but that's an interesting one that, that most yeah. it's come up a lot, obviously, with all of the Bitcoin mining and everything lately. But, um yeah, just in general, our lives are taking more electricity than they ever have, and 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 our our lives are stored on that electricity in essence. Well, uh, you know, w w interestingly enough, right? Uh, Bitcoin is based on proof of work. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the up and coming uh, blockchain based on proof of space, right? The uh, mm -hmm. the Chia network, and. Uh, you know, that uh, we kind of intersected with that for just a little bit and then the price cratered and nobody's been mining online. But uh, I, I do think at some point, right, the, you know, that's where cryptocurrency runs into a wall yeah. um, because, you know, you, 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 you <laughs> like other things in life, you have to prioritize where is that energy going to go? Is it going to go to a hospital or is it going to go to a crypto farm? Right. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm going to guess it's going to go to the hospital. I'd like to think it would. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with so you. That there. would be my world anyway. I don't know if I'm in charge. We'll make sure the hospital keeps the lights on and yeah. the respirators and things like that. All that good stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. We, you talk, we've talked about the data growing. You guys have grown recently too. You've had some announcements <laughs> over this past year of uh, an expanded footprint. Yes. So we are worldwide, um, 13 locations. Uh, we've got coverage in North America, including Canada, um, Europe, and uh, the Asia Pacific Theater. So opened up uh, some new vaults. Uh, the Australia team is, is going gangbusters. Um, Singapore is lit up. Um, it's fantastic. And, and then to uh, pile on to that, we just closed our D round and uh, have achieved unicorn status. Oh, congratulations on yes, that. yes. And, so and I, just the entire growth. I mean, for data sovereignty, I mean you, that 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 yeah. puts you right up there with everybody. And that you are truly once you start doing that, you truly are global because that conversation is cut short. Well, absolutely, and and that's the thing, right? Is is um, the, the look, first of all, locality of reference, right? Going back to, you know, is this a viable place to store my data and get it back when I need it? 
but then there's also the data sovereignty and you know more and more countries are imposing uh restrictions regulations that you know their citizens data must reside right within the physical boundaries of that country and only within physical boundaries yeah i i find that a little ridiculous honestly um, I think that's just yeah. a way to promote commerce and, you know, get the money spent in country. Right. Yeah. Cause these because are the same folks. They're, they're, they're saying that and then it's like, well, okay. And then they go browse and put their data in globally anywhere. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it, it, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, uh, Neil Stephenson and his book, uh, Cryptonomicon. Uh, if you haven't read it, read it. Fantastic story. Um, but the, the premise of the book is a, a couple of entrepreneurs trying to build a data haven uh, in the Philippines. And the idea is uh, essentially they, they actually have like a crypto element, cryptocurrency element tied into it. Um, but if it were me, right, I mean, Iceland would probably be the place to put one of the largest data centers in the world because, you know, the energy is essentially free. Yeah. So, so there's my prediction. Mark my words. Iceland will be the next massive data center for the world. Like change your flags to having server racks on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever pays the bills, right? So it's, it's all <laughs> the, um, so I, you know, we've played, obviously we use, we use Wasabi in our labs and everything. And, and we've been told about different things, like as a Veeam customer, you're kind of special with wasabi. You get you get some different things that you may not necessarily get at other places or with other solutions. Can you tell me a little bit about those those kinds of things? Because I think that that's something that gets missed when we're talking about these solutions with partners as they're trying to sell them. Is there there's some things that work better with wasabi than they may elsewhere? Yeah, I mean, first of all, um, you know, all of Veeam's SEs and SAs have a wasabi account Um, it's it's part of our partnership and we want to make sure that you have every opportunity to not only play with it but to use it as part of your pocs and we think that's pretty important because we've figured out that with anybody else to do a backup and to demonstrate the restore it could be thousands of dollars yeah and that's you know that 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 becomes a blocker, right? That that slows down the that slows down the sales motion, right? Yeah. Um, then there's the question of of retention, and if you are a, a Veeam and Wasabi customer, um, we will waive the 90 day retention, and you can do 30 day retention, which is the same offer uh, that we provide for our reserve capacity customers. Hmm. And so, for a lot of folks, that is a deal maker. Um, yeah, that's that's an important piece to remember because that that's something that totally changes the playing field. I think with with the competition because that's absolutely you know, the data changes, data deletes. You only keep so much. That's right. That's right. That's so, um, and then of course you know we we've got uh, you know that kind of better together approach where you know our, our support team is is very attuned um, to any any requests that come in that are Veeam related. Uh, we've got a, an outstanding, you know, uh, mutual support agreement in place. Um, really work together as a team to make sure that if there is any hiccups, and I'll just call them hiccups, 
because usually it's 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 usually a pepcac issue it's yeah. you know or an rtfm issue mm-hmm. um it's it's that's the beauty of i think both products is it's so simple mm-hmm. um and when it is that simple the problems are simple um and and i you know i i read religiously the different uh, posts in the support forums and yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to work on a product that is uh, so easy to describe, to explain the value and uh, to support going forward. So that's, uh, well, that, and that is so important because they're obviously, you know, we, we want as few calls to support as possible, but the fact that we have that, that joint capability makes the solutions that much easier. And, and really, I mean, I, I see wasabi as do do something and do it really well don't don't try and do, be all things to all people do this thing and do it well and and you've accomplished that in, there, in my there, opinion because i yeah like i said i'm a big fan of the of the solution um you know i we're constantly being asked you know so what else are you going to do we're not yeah. what do you mean we're going to do this we're going to do cloud object storage and we're going to be the best at it in the world, right? A little lofty, but yeah. you're, you're going to see this coming forward, by the way. We've, we've got some uh, new campaigns rolling out, and there is, there, there is something very encouraging when one company does one thing incredibly well. We don't sell books. We don't produce movies, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't sell we don't sell uh spyware that sits on your desks masquerading as a, a personal you know uh, jarvis right <laughs> uh we're not listening to your conversation we're just giving you cloud storage at a yep. great price yep. imagine that i know and it's been a heck of a model for you how can yeah. our partners get started working with wasabi for those that haven't but I, I i know a lot have and know the story but how can how can they get started yeah, it is. It's incredibly easy. Um, you can get involved with Wasabi as a reseller for as little as one terabyte. Um, you can sign up online. Very simple application process. And once you're in, you get access to our uh, partner portal, and you know you get you know the secret handshake. You can get briefed on all the the capabilities. Um, you know, as a partner, by the way, you know, one of the, the, the things that sets us apart is that we have something called Wasabi Account Control Manager. So you have the ability to uh, either through pay-as-you-go or reserve capacity, resell capacity to your customers, uh, either, you know, straight up Wasabi, or you could white label it and sell it as your own storage and set the price for whatever you want based on your value add. We give you uh, a turnkey ecosystem to do all that, to manage all that. And uh, we're finding that folks are incredibly enamored with this capability. Um, That's what people want. They want an easy way to resell, get that monthly recurring revenue up. Yep. That's massive. Yeah. And and like I said, right, keep it simple, you know, or if you want to go through, you know, you want to go through another reseller, you want to go through a DISTI. We're lined up. Essentially, anybody you can get Veeam with, you can get Wasabi with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So well, I couldn't it, make it simpler then. <laughs> it's piece of well that 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 was that was uh, that was intended. 
Good, because um, I know that that's not always the story. So that's that that makes things huge. If you know, shouldn't make people fight to find you. The, um, sorry, sorry, no, what did well, you say? No, I said it shouldn't make them have to fight to find you. To, to no. yeah. So yeah. that's that's really good. So, I you already told me when, before we started, you're you're doing something cool in a couple of weeks. And in addition <laughs> to that, where else? You know, any other events or webinars coming up? So tell us about what you're doing and where you're going to be, because I actually do have listeners over in that area. Yes. Uh, so, I I am I'm, I'm not even sure. It's it's a very unique situation. I uh, had the good fortune of meeting Rick Vanover, right? Your your community yep. manager, the restaurant, and uh, Rick gave me audience with his uh, uh, Vanguard Legends uh, team a while back, and I extended the same uh, trial account offer to all the Veeam Vanguard and all the Veeam One Hundred. So if you're listening and you're a, a, a V100, you're a Veeam Vanguard, you'd like to give Wasabi a try, and you'd like to try it for more than 30 days, go ahead, sign up, uh, put in promo code Veeam100, and we'll extend that account in perpetuity, one terabyte, go nuts, have fun, you know, put your, you know, put photos up there, put backups up there, run POCs, whatever you want to do, you know, play with the API, all, all that great stuff. Uh, so, uh, kindly Rick, Rick, uh, reciprocated and said, why don't you come to Prague and, uh, and meet the rest of the team. So, um, yeah, going to Prague in uh, a couple of weeks here. Very excited. I've heard just phenomenal things about it. And, uh, of course in the process, I'm taking my microphone with me because, uh, I am recording, uh, a, uh, a webinar with, uh, Dave next week, Dave Russell great um we've we've got some campaigns running right now promoting the uh backup for microsoft 365 so uh dave and i are going to be talking to uh christoph bertrand with uh, esg and uh yeah we're just you know we're just keeping the conversation going letting folks know what uh what is possible and that's uh, the excellent and that's kind of really how we you know that's well, that's, that's the purpose of what I'm doing here, but really just keep having the conversation, make sure people that, you know, know what the solutions are, the flexibility, the capabilities that they have. And there's one thing I did, we, you and I need to figure out how to do this, but we need to do a promotional event. Wasabi sponsors Liverpool in the English yes. Premier League. Yes, we need we to do. figure out how we can, how we can finagle an event that gets us from the East coast of the United States and Denver <laughs> area. You're, you're, you're near Denver, you're Colorado area. Yes. How we can get ourselves invited to a Wasabi event at a Liverpool match. Well, there is an event already in the works, by the way, oh. um, for the, the local Veeam team in the UK. So if we can kind of massage your uh, geographic responsibilities, we can <laughs> we can see about squeezing you in there. But yeah, absolutely. I um, probably have a better chance of going to one of the Boston events, which I've missed because that's that's where your headquarters is. I've missed every one that you've had this year. So I might have to come up if you do a Bruins one. Uh, let let me know when you're heading to Boston and uh, if the Bruins are in town because we're also we're we're also in the uh, the TD Garden with the Bruins and the Celtics. Yes. Um, let me know and uh, we'll hook you up. That sounds awesome. One last question for you, um, kind of off the cuff that I ask and I don't let you prepare for is <laughs> trying to give some life advice to folks. If, if you could give one piece of advice to your 25 year old self, what would it be? 
Oh man. Um, boy, I have so many smart ass answers that I don't want to give you. Um, you know, I, I, strangely enough, I mean, at that time in my life, um, I had a phenomenal boss and mentor, uh, at Sun Microsystems. And, uh, he said to me, uh, he, he called me Drewster. That was his nickname for me. Uh, he said, Drewster, look, you're in a great industry, storage, data storage. It's never going to go away. And the more you put into this, the more you're going to get out of this as time goes by. Essentially, he was saying, stick with it. He said, you know, you, you're a good communicator. You know, you, you understand the business side of the things. You understand the technical side of things. You can help explain one to the other. He goes, stay with storage. He said, you, you'll make it, you'll have a great career. And he was absolutely right. And, uh, you know, here I am now just having an absolute blast because I built, you know, uh, um, you know, decades of experience and, and had, you know, met so many great people like yourself, um, along the way and, uh, made the most of it. So I guess, uh, that's my hokey answer for you. That's a great answer though. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's not the same industry you were in when you were 25. Absolutely not. But like you said, it's here and that's, that's huge. So yeah, Drew, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this with me. Um, looking forward to seeing you in person again soon. We have to figure that out, but I appreciate it. And uh, best of luck with everything and best of luck in Prague. I think you'll have a blast and I think you'll get a lot of uh, great exposure there. Absolutely. Thanks, Eric. Thank you so much for having me on today. This has been Veeam Partner Perspectives with Eric Doherty. Thank you for listening.